This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 a ticket and the ticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. This is the happy hour 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clarier with you today. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's it been going, man? You, uh, you, uh, that wasn't a very exciting hello. What's, what's going on in the mind of Rico today? Are you, are you good, man? I, I gotta check on you, Your man. Your man's is tired right now. You're tired. You're not single dadding it anymore. No, not, I'm not tired from home. I'm tired from here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess at least you're honest. I've been I've been in this chair in this studio since uh, eight o'clock. You've been putting in the hours. I have a lot of a lot of sliding and button pushing. That's right. Vital to the success. Of the it's station. very important. I cut Rashawn off a couple times during his show. Oh no, you cut his mic. Yeah, it was necessary. He was talking trash. When, it was. He it was, was talking trash when Nicklin McKenzie was here. So I was like, Mm-mm, can't just, have it. Just tell me that he did not say he could beat them in volleyball. He said that he would be great at setting Bruh. setting the ball, Bruh. and then he went like ah, and he kept saying making noises. So he was like ah, ooh, ee, ah, ha. And they were laughing at him. Dude, VJ is out of control. He's wild, man. He is out of control. And then when you get T. Farley in here as well. It was fun. It's a whole whole another dynamic. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sutter Hammond text line, both those open for you the entire show. Um, feel free to add to the conversation that way. I want to talk Husker Hoops a little bit. We're going to talk Major League Baseball. There was something that came out this afternoon as well, or earlier today, I should say, in regards to the MLBPA and their whole lockout situation. Looks like we uh, may be getting the start of the season delayed a little bit, um, unfortunately, so we don't know what the Major League Baseball season is going to look like, so we'll kind of talk about that a little bit. And then 2.30, it's up to you guys. You guys decide whether or not the tip jar dies. Please don't let it die. Rico is going to be firmly in the boat of... Please don't let it die. ...not letting it die. I'm going to send a tweet out. Go ahead. And tell people not to let it die. But there is... As as the food show Chopped says, the tip jar could possibly be on the chopping block today at 2.30. If there isn't enough participation. And if not, that's totally fine. We'll We'll continue just to talk about sports. But if you guys continue to want the uh, tip jar and kind of want the end of your week to not be about sports after we've been talking about sports the entire week then make sure you send in your thoughts text throughout the whole course of the hour 402-464-5685 and we can uh, go from there we'll be all good to go all right rico first of all any big plans this weekend any you're going out of town right yep we're going up to orchard to celebrate father-in-law's birthday so a little birthday party with the in-laws all right well that sounds like a good one. Um, we will have high school hoops this evening, 545 and 730. A little bit of a doubleheader, Lincoln East and Pius X. So a little bit of a battle of A Street, I believe is what they call it. The uh, 
the battle for A Street between the Spartans and the Thunderbolts. Uh, girls basketball game at 5:45. Guy or boys basketball game between the Spartans and Thunderbolts at 7:30. Then tomorrow mm. uh, we'll have one. We're still nailing down which game we'll go to, so we'll uh, let you know as soon as we know. But tomorrow it's going to be a busy one as well. I mean, we'll have the high school show tomorrow morning, nine to ten a.m. We'll talk about some Nebraska uh, prep stuff going on around the state. Luke Mullen will join me as always, and then um, we'll have Husker basketball post game right after their game tomorrow after Northwestern, and then we'll uh, have high school hoops once again in the afternoon. All right, once again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. Feel free send in your any thoughts on the Sartner Heyman text line. Uh, Brian T shout out to Brian T because he was at the women's basketball game last night. Called me over. We talked, we had a great conversation for about five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Took a picture. We're all chilling. Brian T. Um, unfortunately, Brian T glad you're listening. He told me that he's not allowed with his new job to have a radio in his truck anymore. Damn. So he can't listen to us throughout the whole day. Rip. So he was disappointed. So he's like, I catch some of the nighttime shows, um, which is all good, but Appreciate you tuning in, Brian T. Glad you're listening. Kidoba guy asked this: What if you get a ton of cooperation from one single person? Would that be enough to keep it alive? Rico, I know you'll probably say yes. No, it wouldn't really? be enough. To I don't keep think it, alive. it would be. It wouldn't be enough. I'm sorry, Kidoba guy. Get all look, look. Text all your friends. Give them the number of the station. Tell them at two thirty. Just mm-hmm. send in the weirdest questions they've ever been asked. Yeah, if that they want two random guys to answer. It can, cover it can be sports-related. It can be not sports-related. It could not be a question. It could be a tip for life. It could be It could be literally anything you want to send in. Send it in. Yeah. We just need complete and utter cooperation from everybody so that the tip jar can stay alive and be an every Friday thing. And if it goes a little over on time, if we have too many that's texts. That's the best part. That's the best part. We can continue into the into the final um, segment. Kudoba guy follows up. You guys are my only friends, so you better text in and help me help you. <laughs> Can't ask myself Listen, a man. question. That's not how this works. All right. Let's uh, let's talk Major League Baseball. Brian T. says this. Delayed baseball? No way that's good news. Don't tell me winter depression is extended. So um, here here's something that came, a little bit of an update. We've talked about it before. They have not been able to come to agreement, they being the Players Association and the front offices, right? Um, have not been able to come to a, an agreement, whether that's the salar- uh, salary arbitration pool where you get to um, pay, or pay for pros- or pay prospects a little bit more money um, than what they were getting. They weren't able to settle on a minimum salary for minor league players. And, and to be fair, the front office and, and the MLB has just kind of been lowballing them the whole entire time. Not saying that the, the Players Association has been asking for a little bit more than what they I don't know. Deserve. I don't even know what that number is that they deserve. Um, to be to be quite honest, but they're not even close. Like not not even close. Like millions and millions of dollars away from from being on the same page. So the other day, Major League <laughs> Baseball actually asked, and it was announced that they asked for um, mediation between between both sides to mm. kind of help both sides come to a, an, an agreement. And the Major League Baseball Players Association released this statement earlier today um, uh, after in, in kind of response to that. They say, quote, two months after implementing their lockout and just two days after committing to players that a counter proposal would be made, the owners refused to make a counter and instead requested mediation. After consultation with our executive board and taking into a variety of factors, 
Taking into account, excuse me, a variety of factors, we have declined this request for mediation. The clearest path to a fair and timely agreement is to get back to the table. Players stand ready to negotiate. And so the players denied any help from a third party to get both sides on track and and somewhat in a similar boat. And so with that, not good. No, not this, at all. this is not this is not this is leading towards a delayed season. It's going it's going to be locked out and we're going to we're going to have to wait a, an extra mm-hmm. bit before we get any type of baseball. It's it always seems like baseball is in this situation. I understand that basketball had a lockout, football had had a lockout before, but it always seems every year, well not every year, every time that that, you know, uh these talks come up, it seems as if baseball is the only sport that is always uh, threatened with a lockout like football it's like oh well they might they might get locked out and then they come to an agreement yeah. like the next day after somebody says something like that or or basketball is the same way but baseball it always seems like it drags on and on and on like they never can agree to how much people should be paid in baseball and it's so strange like yeah. there's like there's so much money but at the same time people say you know it's a dying sport people aren't watching it anymore and this is not going to help them if they have to if they have to delay their season well and I'll be honest I don't know what this means for spring training like normally pitchers catchers report earlier you know sometime in February or, or March I can't remember the day for for to be quite honest but they they report obviously before everybody else I don't know what this means if that delays what time they arrive or if it delays spring training in its entirety because think about that is MLB will want to have some I guess preseason would be the word, which is the spring training season. So mm-hmm. they'll, they'll want to have that now. Will they choose to do an abbreviated spring training? We don't know. Will it de- decide? Will they decide to um, just skip spring training in its entirety and just give teams time to practice after they report? Because here's the thing is if they don't – I would assume that players won't report if they're not getting paid and there's no agreement on what they are going to get paid. And, and by that I mean the minor leaguers and the prospects – that are in their last year of their rookie deal. Like, like that's basically showing up to work and, and not knowing if you're going to get paid for what you're doing. So mm-hmm. with that being said, like, think about the, the time frame for this is they will come to an agreement at some point, you hope, right? Come to an agreement. Let's say they come to an agreement April 1st. Well, they're going to have then players eventually report. It'll be a pretend April agreement. 5th. April Fool's Day. Okay. <laughs> you know what I meant. At the first of a month, and then they're going to have the players report either in the next couple days or next week, the following week or whatever. Well, then that just delays the season because that's when they start reporting and that's when they're back. So, like, th- we're 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 l- really leading towards a a lockout and a delayed start for mm-hmm. for Major League Baseball. Which Sten on the text line says this: this means more eyes on college baseball, which is better for Bolt and company. The first part, absolutely right, and, and probably the second part as well with Bolt and company. But the first part, college baseball, it, they're gonna they're gonna be able to take an advantage, or I should say, the the TV markets are gonna be able to take an advantage of this because they will have spots open on their programming schedule Mm -hmm. to where they're able to broadcast college baseball if they choose to do so. Now, that's a whole other discussion, is if they choose not to. That that'll be a whole nother discussion. I mean, you have a ton they, of spring college sports to choose yeah. from. You've got you've got soccer, you've got track and field, you've got baseball, you've got softball. So you know, if you if you don't want to broadcast soccer or uh, baseball on your on your your uh, TV channel, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you could choose another sport. 
It's yeah. not like it's not like there's going to be a uh, 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 not enough sports to go around. You know, you're not going to have Major League Baseball more than likely. So you, you've got your pick of the litter. Whatever, whatever sounds good. Go ahead. In business, Deloitte sees two approaches to innovation: people who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and people who use cloud to engineer it, creating new revenue with industry cloud platforms, optimizing costs through multi-cloud adoption, and adopting technologies from AI to edge. Join the innovators. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and get the end-to-end services you need to get the cloud value you expect. Deloitte. Head and do it. That will be interesting, though. That will be an interesting conversation to be brought up if, if that is the case where they choose to run Sunday night baseball in the middle of a lockout when they've been talking it for, about it for, for a couple months now instead of LSU, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's going to be an interesting conversation and a conversation – that would be completely valid if that's the case. It would be absolutely right to bring that up. Um, I, I understand college baseball and just kind of baseball and softball in general can be boring to some spectator. I, I get that. Um, but personally, here's here's my little two cents. I'd much rather watch LSU South Carolina than Tampa Bay Detroit on Sunday night. What? But Tampa Bay is so great. They make the World Series every like third year. You're right with Blake. Well, when they had Blake Snell, <laughs> but when that's just my preference. I'm a big college baseball guy more than than professional baseball. No, I get that. And so, and I think it's more. It, it's a better. It's uh, more of a viewing pleasure college baseball over professional baseball too, mm-hmm. because there's a lot more variables. There's a lot more uh, things that can happen. And wacky things that can happen if that's the if if that's the right way to inside describe the it. park home runs that they, they happen well, it's more like often. that errors happen more often like small ball happens more often Nebraska is a perfect example of that last year if Nebraska would have been thrown on on ESPN a couple times then it would have been like holy crap this this team why are they bunting they, so they much? bunt they move runners they they play gritty they play tough and wait this kind of baseball is actually kind of fun to watch. When it works and when it's effective, constant so, movement. Yeah. With that being said, I mean Nebraska baseball, a lot of excitement around that. Their four captains were named yesterday: Griffin Everett, Kyle Perry were part of that. Um, Shea Shannon. Shea Shannon was as well. I, I'm I'm spacing on the fourth one. Uh, I'll be able to find it here in a moment. Kyle but, Griff, Shea, and Husker baseball. That's oh, crazy. I can. I hate myself for it. I can't believe I, I'm spacing because I was just I read it earlier today. Um, we're gonna be so mad when you read it. I know. Cam Chick, ah. how could I forget? <laughs> He's part of the station, and we forget. Dang it, Cam Chick, Kyle Griff, or Kyle Perry, Griffin Everett, and uh, Shea Shanneman. So they're they're they are their four captains. Sorry, for, Cam. for Will Bull and company. But yeah, no, it's in terms of the MLBPA and just the MLB, the owners. It's kind of concerning from the numbers that were released a couple weeks ago that we talked about a little bit on our show. They were so far off They're from each other. Off. Like, it's not even close. Yeah. Like like I said, millions. Millions. Um, at, at one point, hundreds of millions. Yes. In terms of, of the pre-arbitration pre, uh, salary pool, which, once again, just gives gives teams more money to work with to pay younger prospects. So the Adley Rutschmans of the world and – Here's another thing. Baseball is really, really kind of has been crappy to minor league players. There were, there, I mean, there's things where before this next season, they didn't get housing. 
Like they're for for players that came over from other countries to play. I mean, they they were not provided housing. They there's nothing, and so they finally made that rule this year that minor league players have housing. They can um, things like that. Just the the minor, the basic things were not warranted. They felt like last year, mm-hmm. and and now this year they're finally starting to. Um, adjust to the times and adjust to what's necessary and right. So we'll uh, we'll keep going. About you would that think a you bit. would want to treat the people who are earning you money better, well, because like, well, like you're telling me, like when Adley Rutschman comes up to the majors, or or Bobby Witt Jr., like they are going to turn heads. Like it's going to be. I would go to a Royals game just to watch Bobby Witt Jr. I would go like, to a, like I go to a Storm Chasers game just to watch yeah. Bobby Witt. Like the first the first time that they get called up and they play in a game, that game is going to yeah. that those tickets are going to sell like hotcakes and then, you know, whatever happens from then on if if this person is as good as as good as uh, they have been and as good as you hope they are, that that's going to drive ticket sales up. That's going to give you more money, but if you treat them terribly in the minor leagues, Who's to say they ever make it up? Like you, you, you don't even give them housing. Like you're, you're giving them barely any money. Like it's, it's just crazy how you expect these guys to. And I guess maybe people, some, some crazy owner will be like, well, it's, it's to make them work harder to, to get to yeah, the major to leagues, to, to get that money and to get you know all of that stuff that comes with it. But at the same time, like it's hard to work hard when you, you have, you don't know where you're gonna sleep and you barely have enough money to buy food. Like. Like it's wild. I mean, I know they're getting paid a decent amount, but mm-hmm. but you know, for for housing, food, transportation, all the stuff that you need, uh, it, it's a little rough. Yeah. So it's just a lot of lot of hoops that they're gonna have to jump through as they go along here, um, to hopefully get a season. It's just wild. Like I, I think back to like just prospects staying on that discussion, like when Wander Franco got called up and he was going to make his major league debut. I mean, it was all over social media. The game was immediately televised on ESPN and mm-hmm. that's where the Tampa Bay Rays came from. Like people started watching the Tampa Bay Rays because of Wander, then he gets a big contract extension at the age of 19 and and you're just like, "Holy cow, this guy's life switched in a blink of an eye." So quickly. And and if you're not a if you're not a general baseball fan or actually don't follow it all that closely, which that's totally fine. You can be just you know a, a relaxed fan. If you don't follow, you don't know. You didn't know Wander Franco. Mm-hmm. Like if you didn't go to the College World Series, that's the first time I was introduced with that to Adley Rutschman. I watched him bullpen catch ahead of a game against TCU in the College World Series as a sophomore. And and like that's the thing is like if you're not if you're not paying attention or paying close attention or don't study these guys and pay attention and follow them, uh, for years and years and years back to back then you don't know who Wander Franco is until they get called up. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really kind of interesting to see how the uh, the owners are treating the players and the players' association, and once again, just so far from, from coming to an agreement. So it's kind of uh, something to watch down the stretch. And then lost in the entire shuffle is Joe West retired. I did see that as well. I <laughs> but nobody's talking that. about that. Nobody's talking about it, but everybody should be happy. Nobody's talking about one of the worst umpires in in major league baseball finally stepping a- down. Angel Fernandez is the one left. Get him out of here. Yeah. Angel Fernandez. We need to Is it Fernandez or Hernandez? Angel Hern I think it's Hernandez. Hernandez. Yes. I was thinking Jose Fernandez who was the Miami pitcher who died in the boating accident. Great pitcher. Great pitcher, really young, um unfortunately. Okay, so Joe B says this. 
completely off topic, but we're about to get to the tip jar, tip mm-hmm. jar, so it's okay. Joe B, I won the hockey tickets this morning. Pick up the tickets at will call the day of the game. A pair of tickets. Joe, I believe it's a pack of four. It's a pack of four. And, and at it will call. should be at will call. We gave them your your name. Um, they should be at will call for for tomorrow's yes, game. Yes, Saturday night's game. Yeah, 605 game. puck drop. You just go to will call, say, you know, my name is Joe, you know, your last B. name. I'm not going to say your last name on air. My name is Joe. Um, I won these tickets, 93.7 ticket. And they're like, oh, here you go. Here's your tickets, pack of four. So, Mr. Unbelievable adds this. Top players get paid plenty in the draft to make it through the minor leagues. It's the lower paid players that are screwed, but there's a lot of players and the people don't fill the ballparks to make it worth it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's kind of our point. And and you're totally right. Like, a guy like Bubba Starling gets drafted, but then stays in the minors forever, basically. Um, And, and yes, he was in AAA, but there's a lot of guys that – come over from China and they're like, those guys aren't all Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think for me personally, I sit here, sit back and say, okay, I know we know kind of what the owners are making. And I understand that they're not going to abruptly accept the players associations offer right out of the gate. But when you're, when you're millions and millions of dollars off, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I mean, it's what the Players Association said is that they walked out laughing. They actually laughed walking out of their meeting. It's so, like, just that's, that's, the, that's the thing is that they're not even close. And it's just, and once again, it unfortunately just so shows kind of the greed mm-hmm. of, of MLB owners. And the, right pro- now. the problem with it is, like, the players are going to be the ones that suffer them. Like, they, they want to make these deals and, and earn more money mm-hmm. for, you know, ever the Players Association wants to earn it for, for everybody else in the, in the, for the players. But they're going to be the ones that suffer the most because the owners aren't losing any. Like, yeah, these guys have invested in all kinds of different things. They're not losing any money, really. Like, they're fine. So that's why they don't ca- they don't care. They're like, dude, we don't have to pay you because if we lose out on this, it doesn't matter to us. Yeah. So it it sucks on one end. It sucks on the other. It's just it's just bad all around, really, for the players. And hopefully, they can they can get the owners to agree to something where everybody gets paid. You know enough money to make it through because like you said you've got people coming over from from china from the dominican republic from places like that and they're looking for a better life and and baseball is the way that they can reach that better life and they they muddle around in double a single a triple a for the longest time barely making any money and they never get a chance to make it to the majors yeah for example like their league minimum is is abruptly low and and the mlb owners did not want to change it so this guy this unnamed texter has said this um, it's so the media hears the word mediation. It's a PR stunt by the owner's lawyers. Maybe, but also I'm sitting here thinking to myself, if they if they realize how far off they are, I mean, what what is the po- what are the possible outcomes on this? Because one side is going to have to budge, and we heard it back when the pandemic began, and Blake Snell was like, "Listen, I'm not playing unless I have a." a part in my contract where it says I get paid if I get sick Mm -hmm. and and like I know this is completely different and well not completely different but it's it's involving different topics and situations but it's kind of the same thing where it's there's no way the owners should expect the players to show up and put in the work for their their organization when they're not there's no assurances that they get paid Mm -hmm. and 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 rightfully so and so it's just like you show up to your job you do all your work 
And then at like you know payday comes around, it's like oh by the way all those hours you worked yeah mm, I don't think I'm gonna pay you for those I'll pay you for these ones I don't yeah. pay you for those ones yeah so it's just it's kind of interesting I mean that's that's a interesting way to look at it by this unnamed texture I mean which they very well could be right that the owners sit back and say well we're gonna say that we brought in mediation but uh, but in reality they they aren't they they just want to take advantage so all right let's. Uh, Let's go to break, Rico. Look, we, do not the kill moment. the tip jar. It's the moment of truth. We got we got other things we can always talk about. If Don't let not. it die, please. But Rico is firmly in the boat of not letting the tip jar die. It's fun. It's, it's a totally original idea. It's all up to you guys. Send in your text, 402-464-5685. The tip jar on the happy hour is next. And the rejoin, the greatest in the world, that this could be the last time you ever hear the greatest rejoin ever made that features Antonio Brown, Talking about Moon and People and Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. You'll hear that next on the Happy Hour.